coffee drinkers, welcome back to episode two on What's Steaming. With me, your host and barista, Lauren Fulbright. You can listen to this podcast on Spotify. Listen under AGCJ366. Before we jump into episode two, again, I do want to give a disclaimer stating that I am a Starbucks partner and all of these are my personal opinions and assumptions. Uh, None of them are affiliated with the view of the company. As most of you know, I've been working at Starbucks for the last five years. And in our last episode, we talked about the personality persona. But today in episode two, we are going to be focusing on tips and tricks on how to order and some of the misconceptions behind Starbucks. Now, for all my regular coffee drinkers, I know you have your order down, but let me share with you some lingo on how you could even improve your order. Tip number one, how to order. When ordering at Starbucks, there is a proper sequence in how to get your drink made correctly and for your barista to follow along easier. Start by stating what the drink is before you start with the modifications. I'll start with an example of the wrong way. I'll take an extra hot, no foam, three pump vanilla latte. If you'll notice, I started out with all the modifications before I said the type of drink. For a barista, it makes it hard to follow along because we hear all these modifications, but we don't know what drink to categorize it in. Let me introduce Noelle, who's also a barista at Starbucks and has seen this issue. When people say all of their modifications first and then say what they want. Can I have a double shot, two pump, foam, oat milk, all these little raw sugar, and then it's very end latte. So when we ring it up, we ring it up backwards. We do a latte and then we can put your modifications in. So I'm just kind of like, remember, trying to keep it in the back of my head, especially when it's kind of a long list. It's like, okay, okay. Like they say their size, they say all the modifications and they're like macchiato or they're like cappuccino. So that's just, I'm keeping it in the back of my head. I'm like, what, what, what's your base here? What are you getting? I can't remember. (laughs) Now, of course there are always exceptions to the rules. For instance, if it's just one modification, it's not that big of a deal. An example would be a vanilla latte that rolls out the tongue nice and it's simple. I recommend following the rule of three, meaning if you have three or more modifications, be sure to say your drink first. It's a great habit to get into and your barista will love you. Tip number two, hot or iced. This is such an important detail that a lot of people overlook because a drink changes based on the temperature. And so many people have it in their head of what coffee is to them that for a barista who makes all sorts of kinds of different coffees, we can't read your minds. Here I have Hunter here again, who can definitely relate on this topic. So easy questions that like any barista or any worker or like even someone just ordering for themselves can think of is, are you feeling hot or iced today? Depending on the weather, you'll find plenty of customers in the freezing cold that still get frappuccinos, but it's all up to option. There's customers that want their hot drinks on ice on cold days and their ice drinks on hot days. Checking to see how sweet, because our drinks can range. We have a lot of syrups and a lot of options. Asking a customer how sweet do they want it, because we can go all the way. Hunter makes such a valid point here because a lot of people do not realize that a hot or ice beverage does change the amount of sweetener that one likes. 
In iced coffees, you can taste the sweetener a lot more compared to hot coffees. And that's because the cold temperature enhances the sweetener profile. So if you want to diminish your sugar intake, I would recommend getting an iced coffee or iced latte with one pump of vanilla. All right, now that we have some tips and tricks under our belt, we're now going to branch over into some of the misconceptions behind Starbucks. I know a lot of you are probably familiar with the secret menu, but I got some news for you guys. It's actually not real. Okay, I know that was a little dramatic, but let's go ahead and jump in to misconception number one being the secret menu. So I know a lot of people come to Starbucks for this reason. Fun fact, it's not real, but it kind of is. All it really entails of is modifications. People come in with drink ideas and they modify it based on the syrups to come up with that certain drink. For instance, the Butterbeer Frappuccino is a Harry Potter drink that is very popular. It has like toffee nut, caramel. I really don't know, um, I should know it, but I still don't to this day because we do have so many secret menu drinks that we get. The one I can name off the top of my head is the Cotton Candy Frappuccino, and that's gonna be vanilla bean with raspberry, and it's actually really good. I like that one because it's simple. But to most of our knowledge, the secret menu was made by customers, and not actually corporate. It was just kind of something that happened and then became a thing because so many people started doing it. Here's Noelle again, and she's gonna give some insight on her experience with the secret menu. The secret menu, oh, the secret menu. Growing up, I thought it was real. I thought that the secret menu was this real thing that um, you had to be in the know to like really understand it, but I feel like it's just drinks that people find in modifications in reality and that they kind of recommend and it's just kind of trending around that isn't on our menu. For example, ice white mocha, vanilla sweet cream cold foam, extra caramel drizzle, you got it. When I first started working at Starbucks, there was the sunset drink. It kind of dwindled down a little bit when I started working there, so I don't totally remember what was in it, but it was that beautiful refresher with like two different shades and you had to master it and you just knew. So I feel like another common equivalent to the secret menu is like TikTok drinks, social media drinks. When someone says they want the TikTok drink, a list comes to your head. Um, the Ice White Mocha, the Sunset Refresher. There's so There's many. There's so many. There really is. And especially now with TikTok really trending and coming, you see so many drinks that you're like, okay, you have a list in your head and you're like, okay, you want one of these? Just tell me which one you want. The problem is that like customers will come up and they'll just say, I want the TikTok drink. Yes. And I'm like, <laughs> um, <laughs> which one? Which one? We have many. So I feel like that that's kind of an equivalent to a secret menu while we don't really have things like that, but different modifications that are extremely popular and trending. But you just kind of got to narrow it down. We got a couple on our secret menu TikTok era. So I think there's a lot of detail that people don't realize. I had this customer come up to me and pulled up a picture of a frappuccino on the internet, just like a basic um, didn't have, just had whipped cream on top, no, like, drizzle or any, um, anything specific, but it was just, like, kind of this dark colored, brownish colored frappuccino, and didn't have any detail, I was like, I don't think that some of these people understand that, like, this could be a caramel frappuccino, this could be, um, a vanilla coffee frappuccino, this could be a, like, an espresso frappuccino, like, there's so many uh, syrups or things that could go into this that I can't just 
look at a picture of a simple frappuccino and know. Yeah, for it's us, very specific. A picture is not a word, a thousand words. Yeah. <laughs> we need the words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, even like if someone showed me a picture of a latte, like any syrup, like what are you looking for? Like you just really never know. So pictures are definitely hard because people, I don't know if people totally see that, wow, we have a lot of options and modifications that you can make. Misconception number two, the fad diet. So fad diets have kind of become the new craze, and especially at Starbucks. One in particular that has really caught the eye and attention is keto, which essentially is cutting out sugars and carbs. The one milk product we have that has that qualification is heavy cream. So people have been getting it in their lattes, their iced coffees, etc. Now there's an issue with this. Because while you're trying to reduce your calories and caloric intake and your sugars, heavy cream is very dense and high calorie. For instance, a lot of people get their lattes made with heavy cream, which if you're getting a venti latte, which is 20 ounces made with heavy cream, let's do the math here. One tablespoon of heavy cream is 50 calories. And there's two cups of room for milk in a latte, especially if you're getting a venti. So that's going to be 32 tablespoons of heavy cream times 50, which equivalates to 1600 calories for one latte. So definitely something to be on the eye for. Now, a lot of my customers, they get iced coffee and actually get like an inch or two of heavy cream. That's a little bit more normal. But on the latte side, I would recommend diluting the drink with half water. If you take the heavy cream and just do half water, half heavy cream, it essentially will do the same result as like 2% milk and you will reduce those sugars and carbs. So just something to know. Misconception number three, it's all in the details. Let me introduce y'all to Rachel. She's now a Starbucks manager and was a previous barista and is quite good at paying attention to details. Sometimes people like extra dry foam, which means they like it aerated a little bit more and more fluffy than thick and heavy foam. And so, honestly, sometimes we make a drink and the customer doesn't like it, so that's when we offer to make the moment right and make their drink exactly how they want it until it tastes like what they're imagining. So the details are important. One extra pump of Frappros in a Frappuccino can make a difference. Doing blonde espresso instead of regular espresso can make a huge difference. Rachel points out a lot of good things regarding how one little ingredient change can affect the outcome of a drink drastically. So. I'm gonna point out a couple things because if someone is asking for a lot of modifications, that's okay. I would rather someone ask for modifications and know what they want and get their drink right and be happy because I don't like it when people don't like the drinks that I make. It kind of makes me feel sad. It's also pretty easy to spot when someone doesn't like their drink. I'll see customers look up when they drink it, kind of like they're pondering whether it's good or not. Some people will stir their drink profusely, like they're trying to make it better. And others that I think is the hardest for me is the puppy dog look, because they'll just look so sad, and then it makes me sad. And that's just not, that's just not a good day. So we definitely like to make your drink the correct way. I think an issue is that people don't want to be labeled as a Karen. But see, this is actually a misrepresentation because I have so many Karens that I love, but our society needed a label for people that have more particular needs. 
The important factor that people are missing is how is the delivery? Because if you're kind and sweet and you're just asking for a couple extra things, I guarantee you the barista is going to be more than happy to accommodate you. Tone and body language are so important here. And that's a two-way street that is coming from the customer side and the barista side. For example, if you take someone that's more precise on their ordering, they might come off as condescending and they're not meaning to be at all. But sometimes this type of delivery can come off as a negative vibe that a barista can misread. And guys, this isn't math here. Two negatives does not equal a positive. So it can kind of create an awkward dynamic. But just remember that the details matter. And getting to learn the details about someone is really cool because it's the little things in life that most people appreciate. And with that last little detail, that's going to wrap up our second episode on what's steaming. Hope you've enjoyed this little podcast series with me, your host, Lauren Fulbright. And I hope you picked up a couple things on how to order at Starbucks and become a coffee pro. Thanks for listening.